former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd has been appointed as Australia's next ambassador to the United States. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese made the announcement this morning, live now to political reporter Rachel Baxter in Canberra. Rachel, a controversial move for some. He was a polarising figure and he previously denied interest in the role. Good morning, Chris. That's right. There's been plenty of speculation over this, but Mr Rudd had been playing down suggestions he was interested. In fact, in October, Rudd released a statement saying he was happy in New York and had zero plans to leave his million-dollar job as head of the Asia Society. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese made the announcement this morning. He said he'll commence the role early next year. Take a listen. Dr Rudd brings unmatched experience to the role. He has served as Prime Minister, Foreign Minister, held prominent academic roles. And Rachel Penny Wong is preparing to fly to China, important mission there. That's right, Chris, certainly is. This is to mark the 50th anniversary of Australia's diplomatic ties with Beijing. Now, those ties have been pretty icy in recent years, hitting a real low during the pandemic. Penny Wong is jetting off from Canberra as we go to air and will spend 24 hours in Beijing meeting with her Chinese counterpart. This is the first visit to China by an Australian minister in several years. Former Trade Minister Simon Birmingham visited in 2019 and it follows, of course, Anthony Albanese's meeting with President Xi Jinping in November at the G20. We seek a stable relationship with China. Uh, we'll cooperate where we can. We will disagree where we must and we will engage in our national interest. We hope that Foreign Minister Wang's visit will help both sides to further follow up on the important common understandings reached between our leaders at their meeting in Bali. A spokesperson from the Chinese Foreign Ministry speaking there. Now, there'll be a couple of key issues high on Penny Wong's agenda today. She'll be calling on China to drop $20 billion in trade sanctions against Australia. And she'll be pressuring for the release of two Australians who remain detained in China. Both of them, Chris, are accused of espionage offences. Certainly hoping for break breakthroughs there. All right, thank you for that this morning, Rachel. The worst was feared for 14 who went missing and spent the night in Victoria's Port Phillip Bay, but they've been remarkably found alive on an island this morning. Reporter Rochelle Brown has spoken to their families. Chris, a passerby spotted the 14s while they were on a morning walk along Swan Island on the other side of Port Phillip Bay. It comes after a sleepless night for the families of the 14s. Two men, both 18 years old, and two women, a 19 and 18 year old, were reported missing after their items were found scattered along Rosebud Beach last night. It sparked a four hour search, which later had to be called off due to poor conditions. It's huge. Huge, huge relief. We were very like desperate working together. I get all the resources to, you know, possibly to to find the kids. And unfortunately, the kids were were found. It. Uh, we really appreciate, you know, for everything from the police, from the rescue team, from everybody who were involved to help. The teenagers were down here on the Mornington Peninsula enjoying a trip with family after completing their VCE. It's understood they were spending the day using inflatable paddle boards when it all went horribly wrong. Police had grave fears for their safety. It's absolutely sensational, fantastic outcome for the family. Can I just highlight though, um, as we enter summer, the dangers that um, swimming on our beaches can and does pose. You know, four people have entered Port Phillip Bay um, to have um, some fun and uh, have ended up in what could have been tragic circumstance. 
The four teens have now arrived at Geelong Hospital to be checked over and to be finally reunited with their parents. Chris? There are serious concerns this morning, though, for a pregnant mother and her three children who've all been missing since Sunday. Elizabeth Harpley, aged 36, and her three boys, aged 9, 10 and 5, were last seen at Koshigaya Park in Campbelltown. Police believe that the family may be travelling with a 49-year-old man in a red jeep that bears Queensland licence plates. Anyone who sees the children or the mother should call triple zero immediately. A US committee is recommending charges against Donald Trump over the January 6 Capitol riot. At its final public hearing, the panel voted unanimously to refer the former president to the Department of Justice on four criminal counts. Marlena Wapp explains. The Congressional Committee is calling for Donald Trump to face criminal charges after an 18-month investigation into last year's riot at the Capitol on the 6th of January. The committee interviewed more than a 1,000 witnesses, including some of Donald Trump's closest advisers. Supporters stormed the Capitol after a rally in Washington where he declared he would never concede defeat to Joe Biden, claiming the 2020 election had been stolen from him. Some of the protesters were armed with metal poles, police were outnumbered and several people died as a result of the riot. All nine members of the committee, seven Democrats and two Republicans, have voted to refer Donald Trump to the Department of Justice for four offences, including the rare charge of insurrection, as well as obstruction, conspiracy to defraud the government and conspiracy to make a false statement. In the end, he summoned a mob to Washington and knowingly they were armed and angry, pointed them to the Capitol and told them to fight like hell. He is unfit for any office. This is historic because it's the first time a congressional body has recommended a former president be prosecuted, but it's also largely symbolic. Ultimately, it'll be up to federal prosecutors in the Department of Justice to decide whether to pursue the charges. The department is already running its own investigation. Donald Trump is calling all of this a witch hunt as he tries to ramp up support for another presidential race in 2024. Harvey Weinstein has just been found guilty of three counts of rape by a Los Angeles jury. Jurors deliberated for nine days after a month-long trial that detailed allegations against the 70-year-old 70 70-year-old former movie mogul. Weinstein was found guilty of rape, forced oral copulation and another sexual misconduct count involving a woman known as Jane Doe One. Queensland's police union has revealed plans to buy the block of land in Weambilla where the two officers and a brave neighbour were murdered last week. It hopes to make the site a permanent memorial. Sarah-Jane Bell reports. The police union wants to ensure the site on the Western Downs doesn't fall into the hands of conspiracy theorists who hold similar views to the trains. Union boss Ian Levers says he wants the property to become a place for good and not for evil. And they are in discussions with the state government about purchasing the property once the investigation does conclude. He says they would like to place a permanent memorial at the site for Constable Matthew Arnold and Constable Rachel McCrow, who lost their lives there last week. He says their families have been informed and that the Premier is open to the proposal. We intend to work with the uh, government to see what we can do and perhaps this land can be put to good use as a memorial to Matthew and Rachel as well as whether it's used as a retreat or a training centre but it 
it can be for good and it will always be a memory. But I'm really concerned about these uh, people with dangerous and warped views. Of course, the site is still an active crime scene at the moment. And as colleagues mourn across the state, the Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has visited the Chinchilla Police Station to pay her respects ahead of the memorial tomorrow. And a reminder, we'll have a special broadcast of tomorrow's memorial service for slain constables Matthew Arnold and Rachel McCrow. The service will be on our main channel in Queensland and on 7-2 in other states. New South Wales police have seized guns and ammunition as part of an ongoing investigation into the supply of illegal firearms in Sydney's southwest. Police seized 15 firearms in total, including a prohibitive 9mm submachine pistol, an SKS semi-automatic rifle, pump-action shotguns, various other rifles, handguns and about 700 rounds of ammunition. Three men were arrested and charged during the operation. They will face court today. And we have some breaking news now. New South Wales police have put out the call to find this man wanted in connection with the alleged murder of a woman inside a Western Sydney home. A warrant's been issued for the arrest of 33-year-old Ashley Gaddy. 31-year-old Danielle Finlay-Jones was found dead inside her friend's home in Cranebrook on Sunday afternoon. Anyone who sees Mr Gaddy is urged to contact police immediately.